0: Talk live. The phones are open, and of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's up to you. The number 6032836160, or you can just sit there and listen as we talk about stuff that we think is interesting. And I've got a bevy of interesting stories here tonight. We're going to start with the economy, and specifically the difficulties of inflation, which are now at officially. Record levels for the last forty years. We'll tell you about that coming up. Plus, uh, of course, I've been continuing to keep an eye on what's happening in Canada with the uh, the Freedom Convoy. There was a press conference yesterday. Uh, that happened. Now, when they do a press conference with the Freedom Convoy, they actually exclude all the old media, like the mainstream media organizations, the the newspapers, the TV stations. Nice. Only new media are invited to actually come to you know independent journalists and bloggers and things like that. A good plan. Uh, they don't seem to lie as much. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they do put the stream out, though. So they, they do a live stream of it. So that way the big media can still watch
1: or report mm-hmm. on that. but
0: they can't sit there and ask questions or anything like that which is interesting they're probably yeah.
1: not reporting on it though i i don't know i haven't seen anything
2: there's been some reporting um on it recently um although you know they they try to make them out as uh as Nazis and mm-hmm. what have you. I wonder if that annoys the Nazis, because like the Nazis were forcing people to undergo um, experimental medical uh, medical uh, procedures long before it was cool. <laughs> right. And now the government is cult is appropriating their culture. You know, right. the government is forcing people. And and to add insult to injury, they're calling people who oppose what Nazis do, Nazis. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'll bet that the Nazis are just... Hissed. They're mad about this. They've yeah. got to be annoyed about this. Well, you
0: certainly can't find them down at the protest because there's all kinds of people of all shapes, sizes, and colors involved in the uh, the Freedom Convoy. It is a diverse uh, group of people from all across uh, Canada and elsewhere. Some some people come up from the United States. And, I mean, anyone who's saying that they're white supremacists has obviously not gone down to actually speak to these people, and to th- actually meet them. That's mm. why I was
1: wondering, has any old media uh, outlet reported on the press conference
0: I, I don't seen? know i mean i don't follow all the old media closely so it's it's hard to say i i think i did see some of them mention that the they were closed out of the press conference <laughs> uh, but there's updates of course coming out of canada and one of there's just a couple of quick bullet points that i thought were worthy of pointing out when i was watching this press conference they talked about the fundraiser a lot they talked about the gofundme and how they uh they reached you know reached 10 million dollars in canadian dollars on the gofundme then gofundme froze the the fundraiser and ultimately canceled the fundraiser Mm -hmm. what they didn't uh or what i didn't learn until i watched this press conference was remember you might have heard that they pulled out like $1.5 1.5 million prior to reaching the goal of 10 million so GoFundMe did make a payout to the the organizers prior mm-hmm. to their goal guess what happened to that 1.5 million huh Stolen? TD Bank stole it. TD Bank put a freeze on their bank account as soon as that money came into the account. So you think, oh, you think, oh, once GoFundMe releases it, it's all yours. No, no, no. They're releasing it to a bank. And then the The bank bank has... Yeah, well, they're not... There's a lot of bad banks. TD's probably just as bad as most of them, but... They've
1: been the worst to me.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, but, uh, you know, then you've got to jump through the bankers' hoops after that. And apparently they had to, like, call their attorney, and the attorney had to call the bank, and they had to set up some sort of a trust or something in order for the bank to be okay with releasing the money to this trust or whatever. There's some sort of crazy so banking hoops that had to be jumped through. But Did they jump through mm-hmm. the hoops and get it? Apparently they did finally mm. get it, but not, you know, because it was easy. Hmm or anything right. like that so yeah first it's go go fund me then it's the banks and then finally maybe you can get the money that uh that you earned
1: but the banks work hand in hand with the federal reserve and everything to Course. steal money from people or
0: whatever they're called in canada oh, you know, yeah. canadian bank uh, royal canadian bank or something like that i don't know who.
1: sure they steal they money are. too
0: yeah well they've got their own fiat currency up there So, I mean, I I don't know what the inflation rate is like in Canada, but I bet it's pretty bad too, just like it is here, Mm -hmm. uh, which is now 7.5%. The other thing that I saw in the last couple of days out of uh, Toronto, or sorry, not Toronto, Ottawa, uh, the protests going on there. Did you see the video of the police stealing firewood? No. Stealing firewood. Yeah. So we that know. That I didn't see.
2: I've seen them stealing fuel.
0: Right. We knew they were going after gasoline. Uh, they were targeting people who were walking around the city with gas cans and shaking them down, arresting people with actual gas, apparently. And then, of course, there were a bunch of people walking around with empty or gas cans full of water just to troll the cops.
1: Or all with the same hat and things like that so they couldn't be tracked.
0: Which was pretty entertaining Mm. to watch, you know, the videos. They've literally got, like, little kids walking around with these Jerry gas cans in the streets, Mm. which (laughs) is hilarious. Yeah. And uh, so, but now apparently they're targeting firewood as well. I guess because they just want to freeze these guys out, essentially. Just make it so uncomfortable to be there. Because... And I don't know where this was, but we know they've got like some sort of outskirts facilities where they're, they've are they taken to parking lots and they've set up in parking lots. So there's the protests that are going on right across from Parliament. That's sort of the main uh, area. But then there's also other areas that are, on the, again, on the outskirts where a bunch of trucks are there and essentially they're just camped out there. Uh, so I don't know if they were targeting something that was sort of internal where it was at the... Uh, the parliament or if it was elsewhere, because they, they seem to have been picking off on the outskirts more so than targeting uh, the uh, the inner portion of the actual protest, just because there aren't as many people out there.
2: And my understanding is that the police were actually required to return the uh, the the gasoline or the really? diesel fuel that they stole. These trucks run on diesel. Huh. Um, and they returned it watered.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm so uh what will that do to an engine if you put that
2: uh well it it'll uh it'll damage the engine yeah. you have to get the uh the engine fixed luckily the wow. truckers tested it apparently
1: well, i wonder if they can you know do anything about that because imagine if the cops stole some money from you it was determined in court they had to return the money to you so they ripped it up and gave it to you that wouldn't be okay
0: nope definitely would no, not be okay and uh
2: yeah, I, uh, hopefully they'll take further legal action, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it just it just indicates how unethical these people are. Absolutely. You know?
0: I mean, they'd literally they literally yeah. had a whole squad of cops lined up to take this whoever this guy's uh, firewood was away. So it was like one cop after another, just grabbing pieces of firewood, grabbing pieces. I, it must have been, you know, a dozen cops at least. No. Bags. Uh, by the way, they are up to 8.4 million U.S. dollars raised by over 93,000 contributors on Givesendgo.com, which apparently they did talk to the the operator, the owner of Givesendgo.com, and he has said he is not going to be intimidated; that he will keep this uh, this protest fundraiser online. So they've got the backing of the person who's actually you know runs this website. So it's still going. Uh, with eight point four million, and then of course there was the Tally Coin fundraiser as well. Uh, that was the Bitcoin fundraiser, and that let's get an update here: fifteen point nine bitcoins. So they are seventy-six percent of the way to their goal of hitting twenty-one bitcoins raised for the truckers. There How much up is in that Ottawa.
1: in dollars?
0: Uh, I don't know. Bitcoins, what forty-five? thousand dollars today right now so let's say six hundred thousand seven hundred thousand I mean, i'm just round, round, you know giving you a round number nice uh so kudos to them for that we're going to again keep you in the loop as this continues to develop we also i've got scheduled for saturday night we're gonna have a special guest on the line with us i have not yet been able to reach the actual organizers of What's going on in Canada? But I did reach Reed Coverdale, who is a podcaster. He's a libertarian activist. He's a New Hampshire native,
1: and he's a trucker.
0: Who, yeah, and he's a truck driver. Uh, and he's going to come on with us on Saturday night to kind of give us, you know, his perspective on what's going on. I want to also talk about the USA trucker convoy that supposedly starts on saturday Mm -hmm. now he told me he hadn't heard much about it so he's going to do some research and try to figure out you know Mm -hmm. if it's real or what's going on with that i've seen footage of one in alaska yeah i'd heard the alaskan truck drivers were doing something are they going over
1: to canada
2: uh no i think they're i think they're staying within alaska
0: Hmm. there's more coming up here you can share your thoughts with us 603-283-6160 we'll talk about the bridge blockades inflation and more coming up talk live phones are open if you want to join the show you can the number is 603-283-6160 That's 603-283-6160 in the studio tonight you've got me ian
1: me bonnie
0: and nobody and we've been telling you about how intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token and now Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide, and you can get it on an exchange over at XMarkets.com, EXMarkets.com. All you need is an email address to sign up there at XMarkets. They, uh, they you know, they actually respect your privacy, which is unusual for a centralized exchange. Uh, over at XMarkets.com, you can uh, deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then use that Tether to buy ITR, which is the Intercoin Investor Token, And you can learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. You can also buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com. That's xmarkets, exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. As we continue here, uh, speaking of around the world, we've been talking a lot about Canada recently. And I mentioned the other night that I had a story about how these Freedom Convoy protests are spreading. And we didn't get to that. So I I think it's important to cover that. And we'll get into uh, inflation and other things here in moments. But the story coming from the EpicTimes.com where Jack Phillips is reporting that following the lead of Canadian truckers in Ottawa, a growing number of trucker inspired protests are gaining momentum worldwide, with groups forming in the Netherlands, Austria, the United States, the UK, Austral Australia, and New Zealand. The Ottawa protest known as Freedom Convoy aims to do away with the Canadian COVID-19 vaccine mandates that affect truckers working between the U.S. and Canada.
1: Oh, by the way, Doug Ford is considering getting rid of mandates. Really? He's the Ontario premier. Good to know.
2: Yeah, And two of the uh, two of the provinces up there have already announced that they will be uh, phasing out their mandate correct
0: uh Saskatchewan and Alberta I believe are the two that have made those announcements but and those
1: are the most like rural right
0: as I understand it they're kind of like the in-between provinces basically um but they are I think that Saskatchewan's supposed to roll theirs back by the end of this month so it's not gonna be next week, but mm-hmm. it's coming as you said they're they're working on it now when they're gonna it's not done until it's done as far as I'm concerned until then it's right. just politicians making promises. So I think uh, hopefully the truckers are going to continue to hang out until it's done.
2: Yeah, they seem to be. Uh,
0: Yeah. Uh, And by the way, it's now been two weeks, basically. As of tomorrow, it'll have been two weeks that these guys have occupied the streets there uh, in Ottawa, which is pretty, uh, it's a pretty epic protest. And it continues on. Yeah. Uh, So, February 6th, the mayor of Ottawa declared an emergency, a state of emergency, while police started making arrests and seizing the truckers' fuel. In New Zealand, truckers reportedly launched a convoy from both the North and South Islands. They're slated to converge at the country's capital, Wellington, according to the New Zealand Herald. One of the truckers who only calls herself Jess told the Toronto Star she's attempting to organize a trucker protest in New Zealand, which has some of the strictest COVID-19 restrictions in the world because, quote, her country needed to hear the call to stand up. And I saw footage today, I believe from, I think it's Canberra in New Zealand, where there's apparently some pretty major anti-lockdown, anti-restriction COVID restriction protests going on. I heard
1: some people got, yeah, arrested.
0: Very violently, they wow. pulled a naked woman out of the crowd with a tremendous amount of violence. And, Why was She
1: She was like already naked? Or? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't think they pulled the clothes off her as, she, oh. as they pulled her out of the crowd. But yeah, she was there protesting uh, the lockdowns and were not very kind to her as they did that. It was pretty awful. Hmm. Mm. She confirmed that after communicating with truckers via social media, the two groups will converge on Wellington in the near future. Brian Brace, the co-organizer of the U.S. protest, told Fox News, referring to vaccine requirements, quote, I think you're starting to see what will become a global movement to end these mandates. It's a violation of your human rights to be mandated to take this vaccine. If you want it, go get it. But being mandated to get it, we're standing up against that. We think it's wrong. And again, that's the U.S. Freedom Convoy, which is expected to start perhaps on Saturday. And where was
1: the guy that... What came from
0: uh, his What's name state? is Brian Brace. I, I'm not sure from where he hmm. was located during the interview with Fox News, but last week organizers of a U.S. freedom convoy criticized Facebook after the social media platform removed a page organizing protests against the mandates. I look, I get that Facebook is convenient, I understand that a lot of people spend a lot of time there, but please stop organizing things on Facebook because they can literally just pull the rug right out from under you and whatever amount of work and time you've put into cultivating whatever Facebook page or group you're talking about can just be disappeared. Mm -hmm. And all of your work is gone. All of the connections that you had are gone. And that's Mm -hmm. frustrating.
2: Promoting on Facebook makes sense. Actually putting the... uh... Putting what you're promoting on Facebook makes no sense.
1: Yeah, just tell anyone if you're interested in in this, DM me, then DM them all your Telegram group.
2: Yeah, right. Or put up a URL to wherever you're organizing it.
0: Yeah. Well, like like you said, I mean, Telegram's a good one because there's no evidence that Telegram has ever interfered with anything except for terrorism groups on Telegram. I've mm-hmm. never heard of any any other kinds of groups being And taken they don't down. call
2: everything terror terrorism like the mainstream right. media does.
0: No, they actually are going after like ISIS groups and things like that. But that's the only thing you've ever heard about with Telegram. In fact, the uh, some of these trucker protests did get started on on Telegram chat, from what I understand. Hmm. So that's, that's one thing to do. And as you point out here, nobody, if you are organizing somewhere else, you just take that link and drop that in on Facebook and say, hey, if you want to help us with trucker you know freedom convoy usa here's where you go they
1: might just take that post down though
0: they might but that's fine because at least somebody saw it before that happened unless they've taken the url and like completely banned the use of that url across Mm. their site which eventually they could do Mm. Uh, but then you can just get like a forwarding url or something there's ways around that but uh but don't don't make your home base something that they control and facebook is them.
2: absolutely
0: Truckers in the United Kingdom—oh, sorry, the truckers told Fox News they're planning to drive from California to D.C., and i've seen both that plan and a plan to to go to new york city so we'll see how it ends up shaking out truckers in the uk are demonstrating or planning to demonstrate against mandates in a glasgow scotland suburb and will drive to edinburgh the capital before heading to london organizers told the scottish daily express newspaper freedom convoys will also depart in the single uh, english cities of manchester exeter bristol and burnmouth as well as cities in And around Ireland, in the Netherlands, according to the NL Times, dozens of trucks and other vehicles gathered in Leuwarden to protest COVID-19 related mandates and restrictions on January 30th. A video posted by the, quote, Freedom Convoy, Netherlands unquote, showed the group. And uh, elsewhere in Europe, let's see, Aron Lemmer, a business owner and organizer in Austria, told the outlet. I remember Austria is the place where they are mandating the vaccine by law. And if you don't have it, I think it was sometime this month, you will be facing a jail sentence in Austria if you don't get the vaccine.
1: I just Googled something because... I keep being confused about why there would be a trucker protest or any protest against the mandates in England because I thought that they got rid of them, but oh? what I'm seeing is that they expire March 24th in England, so he didn't make it effective immediately. immediately.
0: Okay, and these guys are saying, well, Just we want it, it sooner rather than later. Yeah. No. Uh, the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603 283 Phones are open here if you want to join the show. Your thoughts on the freedom protests, the convoys... Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? This is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. If you want to join the show, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up anything you want to discuss. We're talking about some of the latest out of not just Ottawa, but the rest of the planet where freedom convoys are striking up or have already started in other places. The story from the Epic Times, which we're pretty much through, uh, but uh, just name some of the locations around the world where other truckers are coming together to drive towards state and national capitals. So it's not just Canada. It's uh, apparently Austria. It's the U.K. It's the Netherlands, uh, Australia. And New Zealand. Apparently, I got it wrong, and kudos to uh, one of our chatters, I believe, on uh, Twitch. User points out, Canberra is in Australia. So apologies. uh, The police violence that we were referring to earlier against the naked woman who was protesting was in Australia. Not that they
1: haven't all been violent against their citizens in the last few years. Yeah, exactly.
0: New (laughs) Zealand is one of the worst places. Uh, They've definitely been particularly nasty to their people there. There's no doubt about it. No. So that's all going on, uh, and again, we're going to keep you in the loop as more of this U.S. protest develops. It's supposed to kick off as soon as Saturday, starting in California, and then they're expecting to drive across the country for six days, and and then finish up in either D.C. or New York City. We'll have Reed Coverdale on on Saturday night show. I confirm that with him tonight. He's a freedom-loving trucker who's a New Hampshire native, who by the way is moving back to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Nice, apparently. So. definitely want to talk to him about that because he wasn't you know from new hampshire he left new hampshire to move to utah apparently so he's been living out there in i think like toella or salt lake or something
1: yeah lots of people think that utah is like a free free state and after living there for five years i was like i'm out of here
0: yeah it's not a free state
1: (laughs) i was like i'm going to texas where i can live free and i
0: never thought utah
2: was a free state (laughs) Yeah, or Texas. No. People, people get, get that impression about Texas, and it's like, no, they've got a lot of...
1: I mean, they definitely have the right-wing authoritarianism stuff going for them, but I wasn't expecting the left to just say, okay, there's a virus, everyone wear a mask, and then everybody shut down their businesses and churches.
0: And that happened in Utah? No, in Texas. Oh, in like, Texas. I would
1: have never expected texans to be like yes sir government will not go to church for two years or whatever
0: well according to freedom in the 50 states.org which is the cato institute they do a annual study of various freedom both economic and personal freedoms and utah is actually number 20 in the list so pretty mm-hmm. mid-pack uh, and texas is number 21 so they're basically you know pretty much the same mm-hmm. as far as that goes But when you pull up the personal freedoms list, Texas goes all the way down to number 49 on the personal freedoms, while Utah, surprisingly, at number 28, so stays mid pack. So Utah has more personal freedoms than than Texas.
1: For some reason, I used to think, like, I never Googled it or anything. I just believed that Texas had the freest gun laws until I moved to New Hampshire and people like Matt roach told me that's not true i was like oh
0: oh yeah I yeah you have to sex. get like a permit or something in texas i think or did they finally get constitutional they finally carry? got
1: constitutional carry like after uh, i even moved it was like 2021 so last year. or something yeah hmm.
0: but i bet you can't walk into the state house with a gun
1: i bet you can't and it's in austin
0: because i know last i heard they were actually searching people who go into the state house in in texas whereas here in new hampshire you can just waltz right in nobody says anything to you they no. don't search you they don't know yeah, one of the weirdest uh things that
2: I that I experiences that I had when I w- when I first moved to New Hampshire, I was going into the state house, into the uh, upper area, and they said uh, I had a sign and they wouldn't let me bring my sign in. They said that could be used as a weapon. I said, You do realize I've got a three fifty seven on my hip. What makes you think I'm gonna use the sign as a weapon? <laughs>
1: wow that's so silly yeah In um during the secession bill hearing they weren't letting people bring in signs because they could be used as a weapon but they could bring in flags with flag bowls. yeah
2: Yeah. and there was a guy with a uh, mac 10
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's lots of guys with guns There's there. a lot of guys yeah. with guns
0: Anytime you're in New Hampshire, if you're in a room with other people There's a good chance you're in the room with multiple other guns
1: Yeah, I told but Ian But they're
0: scared to death Aside,
1: <laughs> Might change someone's mind Well, that's
0: because information is actually dangerous right, right? Yeah, To the, to the state
1: um, I was telling Ian that Every time I go to a big meeting Of any kind, like a concert or anything like that I get the idea in my brain Like the day before, like oh, what if there's a mass shooting there? Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. Yeah, but we went to, what was it? Oh, the Libertarian Party. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget what it's called. The convention. Convention. And I I thought that on the way there. And then while we were sitting there uh, at the convention, I was looking around me. I was like, wow, there's like five people just right next to me that have guns. So I think we're
0: safe. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so if you want to join the show, you can. Let's go to Bad Slave. Speaking of New Hampshire, that's where he's calling from. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. Howdy.
3: Hey, what's up? Uh, Just listened to uh, oh, one of the doctors, not uh, Moreau the the one that starts with P. Um. Anyway, uh, you know the the ones that we're uh, interviewing with uh, Rogan. And, Are you talking about um, Malone? Robert Malone? Malone. The, the one oh. started with P. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. We don't yeah, watch don't.
0: his show, so I don't know. Go ahead, though.
3: Yeah. Well. Um, anyway, uh, I mean, I, I just listened to to a chunk of it, and it was um, it was just terrible to the 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 kids that ended up getting these uh,
0: vaccinations, um, and. You're talking about like side. Of, hold on, you, when you say ter- when you you talk about side effects of COVID vaccines for kids, correct? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're
3: they're up to about 40K, forty k, forty thousand dead. Wow, and and you know the injured. You're talking about overall, nearly, just to
0: clarify, forty thousand. You're talking about of all age ranges.
3: Now this is uh. Uh, I, you know, I, I can't remember the cutoff, but it was okay. it was the younger people, the wow. you know, the athletes, and and uh, you know, they and this is according about,
0: to VARES, the vaccine reporting system.
3: No, no. no. Um, Where are you getting that number? This was better data. This was better data. And
1: huh. um, so from this doctor on Joe Rogan. You know, okay, it was
3: you know a doctor you know like Robert Malone, that is of similar, you know, pedigree. And Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. it it was a, uh, you know, the the fact is, is that many of these athletes and they're particularly vulnerable because they get this inflammation in their hearts, the myocarditis, myocarditis. right. Hey, by the way, uh, (laughs) welcome back on the air. Uh, Nobody, thank you for getting getting back. I I'd I'd love to hear the the dialogue that uh, came about uh,
0: in that whole discussion of your loosening up on the. Uh, they didn't
1: want to have a discussion
0: yeah that was kind of an interesting aspect of it do you want to tell what what level of the story you know uh, nobody as far as how um, this happened yeah there was supposed to be a hearing
2: and at the last minute the prosecutors said uh basically that they didn't want to make their argument and uh they uh, offered to settle
0: Yeah, they basically Um, agreed to the proposal, which was to allow you back on the show. And uh, we're still not clear on how that affects... Whether or not you can be on other radio shows or other television broadcasts or perhaps post to a blog or whatever. Uh, but uh, no. regardless, you're back on the air. Thanks, Bad Slate, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. And apparently we're allowed to talk outside of the studio, too, which is uh, which is nice as well. So that's Yay! Yeah. Uh, in fact, we might be going to the Liberty Forum coming up in the next few weeks. So if you're going to the New Hampshire Liberty Forum, which is, I'm told is a Sold-out event this year. Uh, we will look forward to seeing you there. More coming up. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. You can bring up whatever you want. And the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. So we were just talking at the beginning of the show that according to a press conference, the truckers were having the the supposed organizers of the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa. According to a press conference they had yesterday, which I was watching as it was streaming live, they said that when they tried to withdraw funds from the uh, GoFundMe early on, so before GoFundMe reached the $10 million goal, they, they withdrew like $1 or $1.5 million early on, and they were allowed to withdraw that. But then when it got into TD Bank... Their bank, by the way, TD is actually a Canadian bank. It stands for Toronto Dominion, so they're based based in Canada. Uh, When it got to TD Bank, TD Bank froze their funding, and then they had to jump through all kinds of hoops, whatever the hell the hoops the bankers put up. Well, I just noticed this breaking news out of uh, Toronto. According to the government's own quote-unquote news, CBC, uh, the cbc.ca, guess what's happened now? Because remember, they started raising money on Give, Send, Go, which as I understand it is an American fundraising platform because they're raising in dollars on this platform instead of uh, Canadian dollars, which is what they were doing on GoFundMe. Guess what's happening? Ontario court freezes access to funds raised on the Give, Send, Go platform. Wow. A superior court of justice has granted a request from the Ontario Don't government. Don't they mean just us? Yes. <laughs> from the Ontario government to freeze access to millions of dollars donated through online fundraising platform Give Send Go to the Truckers Convoy protesting COVID nineteen restrictions in Ottawa and at several border crossings. A statement from Premier Doug Ford's office on Thursday. Remember Doug Doug Ford, he's the brother of the crack smoking mayor of Toronto?
1: Yes. Wow.
0: Uh on Tuesday or Thursday said Attorney General Doug Downey. Uh, brought the application for the order under section 490.8 of the criminal code to prohibit anyone from distributing donations made through the website's Freedom Convoy 2022 and Adopt-a-Trucker campaign pages. So apparently, I I don't know if this order is against the actual like truckers themselves or if it's against... Give, send, go, but they are frozen somehow. Ivana... Which is
1: weird because I Googled it and I found out they're a Boston-based business. Yeah, I figured they were based
0: in the United States. uh, But they could very easily put the crackdown on any Canadian bank that would be receiving a wire transfer, for instance, from give, send, go. Ivana Yelich, spokesperson for the Premier, said the order, quote, binds any and all parties with possession or control over these donations. Unquote. Convoy organizers quickly set up the campaign on Christian fundraising site Give, Send, Go after donors initially raised more than $10 million through GoFundMe. And then they go and they tell you about what happened with GoFundMe. Uh, and go a, fraud me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else do we need to know here? And as on Thursday, representatives on the Ontario government declined a third invitation to participate in trilateral talks to deal with ongoing vaccine or anti-vaccine mandate protests. According to C B C News. So weird. I wonder why they did they climb an invitation from the truckers? It's not clear who the trilateral talks are involving.
1: This says in twenty twenty one, I mean it's related, I think. In twenty twenty one PayPal cut ties with Give Sun Go when they were raising money for the January sixth people oh. who were put in jail.
0: Interesting. So
1: they can't even work with PayPal?
0: Well, what I um, had suspected about Give, Send, Go was that even if the Give, Send, Go company is in favor of this this particular fundraiser, and according to what I've read, the CEO of it is absolutely in favor of it, uh, of keeping it on his website— that doesn't mean that their banking partners won't cut them off that doesn't mean that the you know whoever it is that's that's doing these credit card charges for them isn't going to put the hammer down on them now that's not what has happened so far but essentially the government goons in Canada are saying if you touch this money it sounds like the injunction is against the truckers themselves so the the mm. organizers the people who are who are behind the fundraiser not give send go but mm. the people who created the fundraiser saying if you send any of this money into your canadian bank accounts or if you touch this money in any way, you'll be in violation of a court order, which would be a contempt of court, criminal contempt of court, and you could be thrown, I mean, I presume that exists in Canada, you mm-hmm. could be thrown yeah, in prison for that. It
1: said it binds them, which is just another term the government uses that reminds me of religion. Because, yeah, it's magical sounding. Uh, it sounds magical because, mm-hmm. um, what are they called? People who cast demons out? Mm-hmm. What are they called?
0: Uh, exorcists. Exorcists.
1: They use that word. They say, I bind you, demon, right. and send you to hell. <laughs> mm mm-hmm.
0: Except the demons in this case are actually the government people, not the truckers. So wow. that's the latest. So they got eight point five or eight point four million US dollars sitting in this Give Send Go fundraiser, which is probably close to ten million Canadian, uh sitting in this fundraiser and now, according to the government goons, they can't even touch it. Wow. Which means that Bitcoin Lucky, they, lucky they've got Wins. the crypto yeah bitcoin is the answer here folks they actually had a really long segment of their press conference yesterday they brought in a bitcoin like a guy with a bitcoin t-shirt on wow. and and he went and he explained you know how bitcoin uh you know allows you to raise money without having to ask anyone's permission and that there's no one that stands in the way of it of course there is the one problem of turning the bitcoin into cash yeah. Because unfortunately, at this time, you usually can't go to most businesses and spend Bitcoin. So even though they can, they cannot be stopped raising the Bitcoin. Mm. They cannot be stopped from distributing the Bitcoin, but getting that Bitcoin over that hump of conversion into fiat money, the government gangs are making that harder and harder than ever by cracking down on exchanges all around the the, uh, the United States and I presume Canada as well. So
1: while it's still Possible and legal, like the government hasn't tried to crack down that hard. I think that I would uh, suggest to our listeners anytime you go, uh, frequent a store or a gas station or anything like that, just ask the person in there, as long as they're like an owner or a manager or something, do you? Do you guys accept crypto? Oh, I'd love to spend crypto here. Just I start won't doing discriminate. That everywhere.
0: I ask anybody that question. Yeah. Uh, you know, are, I don't care if they're just the regular cashier because there's a chance that the manager is going to be an earshot mm. or there's a chance that they'll see him later on. And or they'll they might ask just the say, manager,
1: like, hey, somebody yeah. asked this. Yeah.
0: Or later on. Can <laughs> crypto? After they get off work, they might talk to the manager then and say, hey, you know, somebody asked me about Bitcoin today or whatever. You never know. If you you're like know.
1: the second person that's come up yeah. and asked, the manager might be like, Hmm, this is interesting.
0: Here's the other thing uh, about this Bitcoin fundraiser and why it is, in my opinion, still the better idea. Even though there's a challenge of getting the Bitcoin turned into Canadian dollars or U.S. dollars or whatever it is you're going to turn it into, it's still going to be harder for them to detect that. Because if each mm-hmm. trucker, so let's say there's, you know, 100 truckers that are going to receive this 16 Bitcoin that they have raised so far. Let's say there's a hundred uh, truckers. So, you know, then they're getting a They're all getting a fraction of a Bitcoin, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, less than, let's say, probably right now, Bitcoin's $45,000 per coin. So they're going to get less than that. And then they can hook up their bank account to whatever Bitcoin exchange or whatever methods. I don't know what are the, the ones that operate in, in Canada, but surely there are a few different options. And they it won't all be coming through one portal. They're not there's not mm-hmm. one guy who's saying, All right, I gotta cash out sixteen whole bitcoins. No, it's gonna be a hundred guys that are gonna try to cash out a fraction of a bitcoin each. And so mm-hmm. there may be some level of scrutiny on them, but it won't be the level it would be if one guy says, Okay, I need half a million you know, canadian dollars today that's going to set off some uh some red flags at the exchange they're going to say okay who is this guy all right we need to know more know your customer information where'd you get the, the funds oh you're a trucker are you oh okay you're one of these oh, okay well we heard about you and we're gonna have to check with our government friends first to see if we can give you this money so th- the fact that there's going to be a hundred people or maybe more that are going to be divvying these bitcoins up means it's just going to be that much harder for the system to detect that activity and so this is still the best way for these people to raise funds if you haven't taken the time to learn about bitcoin yet get over to bitcoin.com that's where you can click get started at the top of the page whether you're a truck driver or you're just a supporter and you want to learn about how to contribute to this fundraiser again I'm going to link to it again we linked it a couple days ago on our social media platform but I'll link it again here so that we can find out um, how to to give to this but if you want to learn about how Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and other cryptocurrencies work get over to Bitcoin.com click get started at the top of the page and dig into some of the introductory materials there I
1: was about to say that that way you can trust that your money goes where you want it to go but really it's even better than that because it's trustless you can verify that it goes where you want it
0: to go. Absolutely. There's more coming up here. You can share your thoughts. Our 2 is next. It's Free Talk Live.
4: Free Talk Live.
0: This is Free Talk Live and the phones are open. You can join the show. At the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio here tonight, you've got Ian.
1: And Bonnie.
0: Nobody. We're talking about the good news and the bad news coming out of Ottawa, where the trucker convoy, the Freedom Convoy, has now—it's about ready to cross into its second full week. Uh, as of Friday and Saturday, it'll have been two whole weeks that the protest has been ongoing, with uh, truck drivers parked up all around the Parliament area in Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. Uh, apparently, there's also truckers in other countries that are emulating this. There may be a USA trucker convoy starting up as soon as Saturday, and we are going to continue, of course, to uh, to cover this. But one of the more interesting aspects, besides what's going on on the street level, where it's basically an ongoing party, they've got, like, bounce houses for the kids, they got people cooking, uh, they got people coming in with donations.
1: Where are they putting the bounce houses just like right in the streets? Oh, in the street.
0: Yeah, just right in the street. They've ta- they've literally taken over. You remember the autonomous zone, quote unquote, mm-hmm. from Seattle a couple years ago?
1: It wasn't in Portland.
0: Whatever. Portland, Seattle. I know, I, I don't scene. really know the difference.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <Same> thing. <laughs> Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon.
0: Correct. Uh, but the autonomous zone was, you know, kind of like this, where they took over the streets and the government really couldn't do anything about it because there was such a large number of people. And the same exact thing has happened here, except not from the left, but more of—I uh, don't know if you want to call it right wing or what—but uh, it definitely doesn't have the same I would feel. Say
2: centrist, because it seems to have left and right wing uh elements
0: yeah this one certainly seems to be kind of like the family friendly uh variant of it people are out there it's not as serious as far as the the occupiers are concerned they're having fun they're throwing dance parties uh they're there isn't they're... a warlord yeah there's not a war... a, a media appointed warlord who's running guns in and out of the uh the the protest at least not that we're aware of hmm um, but uh, it's interesting watching this. Uh, the footage, by the way, is still coming out of uh, a channel called Auto Walks. He's streaming live right now. The truckers are still there. The signage is still there. There's p- still a bunch of people in the streets. And uh, again, we're approaching the second weekend uh i guess this will be the technically the third weekend because the first this started on a weekend basically it started two saturdays ago and then it went through Mm -hmm. another weekend so this will be the third weekend uh and again people coming up from all over the place to visit and to come out looks like somebody's got porta potties out there so we were wondering about that how are they handling uh people who have to go so somebody did think ahead and and they brought some porta potties out so that's a good thing a good plan but so the good news again is that there's they're staying. The good news is these drivers are dedicated. They are willing to take the risk of staying there and getting you know potential criminal charges. They're now uh, the the crackdown has begun as of this week. Uh, earlier this week, I think it was Sunday, the mayor of the city announced a uh, state of emergency, so called. And then, of course, they use that as the excuse to go around and start confiscating gas canisters from people uh, to try to prohibit. They actually announced that anyone who is caught bringing in quote-unquote material support to the drivers is subject to being arrested. So people who are bringing in gas, uh, people who are bringing in food, people who are apparently bringing in fire, uh, firewood. There were cops confiscating firewood yesterday in, uh, in Ottawa.
2: Wow. So, And it's amazing that this is a legal um, protest. You know, they do have a right to protest in they Canada, do. supposedly, but that won't stop the pigs from trying to put you in prison. Nope.
0: And they said they've got like 64 different investigations going on simultaneously with the Ottawa Police Department well, investigating the, the truckers. I'm sure they yeah.
1: have even worse laws that let them do whatever they want during a emergency.
0: Sure. Yeah, oh, state yeah. of emergency makes it so whatever constitutional protections there might be is completely wiped out. You
1: can steal from people now.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of a summary of where we're at. And now they know, the government gang knows how to cut off funding they run the banks they all they have to do is go to the banks and say, hey look this person, this person, this person you are not allowed to allow them any access to any outside uh, deposits that you just sh- shut their accounts down, freeze them out and that's what they're doing now with the give give send go the uh, the folks here behind the protests they thought they had had, A runaround. They thought they'd had a a, rather a workaround to the whole uh, GoFundMe problem, where GoFundMe froze their account after they raised 10 million Canadian. They thought they were going to go with an alternative, and they did. And the alternative supported them. But now the government gang has issued a a, uh, an order. Saying that uh, the funds are to be frozen from give, send, go. so the ten they've, they've raised eight point four million US, and I did the calculations, ran the conversion. It is over ten million Canadian. So they have they have raised as much money on give, send, Go in again less than a week as they did on the GoFundMe site. But once again, they are being told they cannot access their funds, and so cryptocurrency is the answer here. It is the only answer. To this situation it's pretty funny the banks are it's not funny it's sad but no
1: it, it's it's funny that i don't know not funny like laughing funny but it's interesting that this has uh, proven that
0: yes and that is one mm-hmm. of the benefits of these crackdowns is it is a wake-up call for people out there who think that they're going to be able to fund an uprising a peaceful one by the way that they're mm-hmm. going to be able to fund a protest movement through the old means it is not possible if you if they have if you have their attention, they are going to do everything they can to stop you within their means. And one thing, the one thing that is not within their means is to control cryptocurrency. Yeah. They cannot do anything about that. And yeah. I've And interestingly enough, if you compare this
2: to the Black Lives Matter, and I support Black Lives Matter. Hmm. I don't support the burning down of cities. Correct. But, um, you know, they were burning things down, and yet they were able to, apparently the people running Black Lives Matter were Hmm. taking money out and and buying
0: houses.
1: Yeah, Buying mansions.
0: That's a good point. They didn't get frozen out of the financial system. No, because
2: they were supported by the political elite that's a good
0: point and they're pro-government ultimately they're not against they might be against the current status quo but they want yeah. the, the state uh to exist and i'm sure there are people that want the state to exist in toronto or rather uh ottawa
1: but mm-hmm. that's why i think this is i didn't really mean that it was funny but i'm just kind of happy to see that um this has been s- something that has come out of this just because it's a lot of conservatives at least in America that are behind the truckers and they need to understand like listen look the you need to you can either back the blue or you can back the truckers not both and not both and also that you
0: Right the blue are the be, ones that are coming and taking these truckers gas. You mm-hmm. can
1: either be for cryptocurrency or against the truckers. Yep. Cuz yep. a lot of conservatives they think oh well what if the vaccine isn't the mark of the beast. What if it's Bitcoin just because? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, wake up. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency equals freedom. It is something the government cannot touch. They cannot do anything about it. And boy, does it piss them off. That's why they raided our studio uh, almost a year ago. And your home, nobody, and the homes of. Some of our friends and, uh, and co-hosts here. So they're very serious about going after cryptocurrency, but they cannot stop it because it is permissionless. And what that means is, is you don't have to go and sit in front of some banker for an hour, show your ID, fill out a bunch of forms, wait, wait some more, and then wait because they didn't Get set Get judged
1: your... and questioned and pride.
0: Yep. And then, mm. then you gotta you know wait some more and call customer service because they didn't open your online account. Oh, and your online account didn't have the features activated that it should have. So are now you, you gotta sure wait some more time. Are you sure you're being
1: frauded when you're just trying to spend your own money? Yeah,
0: just ridiculous. What are you doing? Yeah. Trying
1: to buy a house? None of your <laughs> business.
0: So that's pretty much the status of where we're at with uh, the Toronto, or rather, I keep saying Toronto, uh, with Ottawa? the uh, the Ottawa situation. But there has been, there actually is a story out of Toronto here, and that is that the uh, from the AP, the Biden administration is now urging Justin Trudeau's government gang to use its federal powers to end the truck blockade by Canadians who are protesting... <laughs> the COVID restrictions as the bumper-to-bumper demonstration forced auto plants on both sides of the U.S. and Canadian border to shut down or scale back production. So remember we talked about how they're locking down the bridges mm-hmm. between, say, Detroit and Windsor uh, yep. in Ontario and the other Ambassador places. Ambassador
2: Bridge, which is the one I used to cross when I wanted to go to the Canadian titty bars.
0: We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit more about that coming up here in moments. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160. You can join us. Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about the solution to centralized banking, freezing, and government gangs freezing fundraising efforts like the Give, Send, Go fundraiser, which has raised over $10 million in Canadian dollars' worth. Of uh, of money so far in just Wait, the last several days. The Gibson
1: days. Go one raised ten million
0: in Canadian dollars. Yeah, it's oh. at eight point four or eight point five million US, which is over ten million. I Canadian. guess I
1: misheard that earlier when you said that. I thought you said uh, a million because I knew No, the, no. I knew the Bitcoin other one. fundraiser is no, not going the- to a million. I knew that the GoFundMe raised ten million, $10 million. Canadian dollars. So.
0: Correct, that mm-hmm. was ten million Canadian.
1: But I didn't know GiveSendGo did already. Too. They
0: sure did, because uh, there's a tremendous level of support for these uh, freedom convoy truckers. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the government is stepping in the way, saying, "No, no, you can't do that." So we're talking about the cryptocurrency aspect of this. We want to come back around to it, but I also, mean,
1: sorry, the the first time that GoFundMe raised ten million dollars. They froze it. And then it's just even more clear that people are consensually wanting to give this money to uh the truckers when they do it all over again the next week yep. it with a new platform and still oh it has to be frozen. There this is uh can't be can't this be This is done. the
0: proceeds of crime. We can't <laughs> yeah. allow this. That's
1: voluntary clearly the voluntary the crime of
0: dissenting
2: against your government that's right
0: yeah yeah well they they applied for the uh the freeze out based on some sort of statute in Canada that basically says you know, if it is going to somehow assist a criminal act or whatever, then they can uh, can freeze this. And so because they've written some tickets. I don't see you know, how
1: protesting is a criminal act.
0: Well, technically, protesting isn't a criminal act, but they're going to say, oh, well, we've arrested people for blah, blah, blah violating this uh, the judge's order. We've uh, we've ticketed hundreds of people for violations of the traffic code. So therefore, this is a criminal protest. Therefore, mm-hmm. funds are frozen.
1: You know, I was thinking and
0: the tickets don't have to be valid. That's right. because
2: all they have to do is buy themselves time.
1: Hmm. I was thinking it might be better for the truckers in America to go to all the capitals including um the Alberta? State capitals? Yeah, isn't it? Al- or sorry, not Alberta. Um that's Albany, Canada. Albany yep. in instead of going to New York City because what kind of impact is mm. it really going to have in a city of millions and millions of people instead of Albany is a lot smaller. That's a good
0: point. There's a lot more cops in New York City than there are in Albany. Oh
1: yeah, and also that's where the government actually meets and right. also the streets seem kind of crappy there like not like uh, like potholes but like it's just a so crappy city and uh it's it feels like you're gonna run into the walls in some places in albany like yeah like the, it would
0: definitely be much a, it would seem like a lot larger of a protest if they occupied albany you're, a you're bigger right about impact, that. i think uh mm-hmm. somebody should put you in charge of this usa <laughs> trucker uh, protest thing come so, on truckers listen so, to me <laughs> so um edwin lundstrom in our youtube chat says is asking us to chime in on the cryptocurrency death issue. Mm-hmm. And I guess what he's referring to is what happens when you die. Because I think they were talking about that earlier tonight in the case of if you have cryptocurrency. It's
1: just like anything else. You need to have a plan for when you die, you need to have a will, it's personal responsibility.
0: Right? Yeah, that's that's the short answer. The kind of more technical answer to that question without going too deep is presuming you trust your kids and you don't have like, you know, a crackhead son or something like that who's going Hunter to Biden. You know, Yeah, empty your <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get some free crack pipes and go empty your bank account. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, or empty your crypto accounts. As long as your kids are trustworthy, you can give them your keys. You can give them your cryptocurrency keys. If not, then things get kind of iffy because, like, and and there may be some sort of solution out there that's been come up with for this. Uh, th- maybe there's something I don't know about, and that would actually be something I'm interested in hearing about. Is what are the the death solutions for distributing cryptocurrency? Because you know, maybe you trust your lawyer, maybe you don't. I was
1: about to say, you know? um, it would probably be easier to find like a legal sol- or like a lawyer solution if the government wasn't. Getting in the way of cryptocurrency, still are trying to.
0: Well, but in the America. thing is, then you still have to trust the lawyer not to empty your crypto account, right? Because if you give no, somebody you your could keys,
2: split the words between two lawyers, you could. That would be. That's uh, one way. That would be one. One thing that would make it much harder.
1: I mean, it's visible that somebody stole it. So if if your lawyer is the only one with the keys and you, you know die, your family will know exactly what happened. True.
0: That's true. And, and then they're
1: going to lose their credibility just stealing people's Bitcoin.
0: It would be interesting to hear if people have already dealt with this. Like, what are some of the stories from how did hmm. this get handled? How were uh, coins passed down? Uh, obviously, you can take... The the keys to the crypto, which in most cases are like a dozen or 24 words that you write down when you first create the crypto wallet. You're suggesting nobody split it up, maybe split it between two lawyers or split it up, up among your kids. I think or- most
1: people can trust their kids. I don't think most people have all crackhead kids. Some families have
0: fighting kids, though, right? Like, they they don't like each other. They're Mm -hmm. fighting with one another. They're fighting over the estate. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There might be another potential to where you could write the words down and seal it in some way and then have the lawyer hold that. That way the, the attorney doesn't even know what they have, but they know that on, you know, on your death that that file is to be given to your heirs. So that might be another option and there's also, of course, multi-signature wallets, which may also be another way to play this, wherein you could give, uh, you create a multi-signature Bitcoin wallet. What that means is, normal, a normal Bitcoin wallet just requires the owner to authorize a transaction, so mm-hmm. the one person holds the key. They authorize the transaction. It's done. A multi-signature wallet is kind of like those, you know, like those movies. You remember the heist movies where they go to a bank vault and somebody's got to turn the key at the same time as somebody on the other side of the room has to turn another key, and then the bank vault opens. No, you've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's like a. It basically requires more than one person to get into the the the. the in this case, the bank vault or mm-hmm. whatever that that's that can be done with a Bitcoin wallet, where you can require. More than one person has to authorize so they both have two different sets of two different keys. but in order to release the Bitcoin, both of those keys or three keys or four keys or however many you want to set it up for have to be utilized in order to make that happen. Now the problem there is if you are in the same airplane with your son and the airplane goes down and then you wanted to leave your bitcoin to both your son and your daughter and you set up a multi-signature wallet then your daughter's not going to get into it because Mm. your son just died at the same time as you so yeah (laughs) there's some some circumstances in which the multi-sig thing might not work either so there's no real perfect answer to this question from what i can tell
1: I mean, I've never heard of a huge problem of lawyers stealing people's regular money. Well... It happens once
2: in a while. It yeah. happened to Stormy mm-hmm. Daniels, apparently.
1: Oh. Yeah, it does the happen. The porn star?
2: Yeah, the one who... Uh, her lawyer, when she sued Trump, apparently jacked some of her money and he's wow. in prison for it now. Wow. But, you know, they caught him and put him in prisons.
1: So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would... I mean, just just after what we were just kind of spouting off about, my my personal favorite of those options is to secure some uh, some crypto backup words by somebody who doesn't know, know that they have them, but it's still trustworthy to deliver. You know, seal an envelope, make sure that it's like, alright, this you gotta give it to my kids. And then inside the envelope is the instructions on what the words mean, right? You just want, don't want to give somebody a dozen words, and if they don't know what that is... Then Maybe cool. just have at
1: least one good this? kid.
0: Yeah... That's not a bad idea, too. But then again, you can't <laughs> trust the good kid to to agree with the other kids if you're trying to split up the money. So. Then have know. a
1: favorite kid. Your thoughts. <laughs> uh, Johnny B. Good says
0: lawyers should not be trusted. So, yeah, that's another fair warning. More coming up. I've been told no in many different ways.
5: I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Well, Georgia, you can this way.
0: You can do that and you have to leave here. You
5: cannot bring Simon to the rally. What with me. Well, I'm,
0: I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, excuse whoa, me. whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 excuse whoa. me. There is no video and audio allowed in this office. Uh, no, I have work today. This you is you ain't gonna make Wait on a comment. Wait a minute. Whoa.
6: Hey! Oh my god! Unbelievable! Because you you're scared of property. What am I being now. detained for? You'll be in terms. What, hey, what is this? You're being turned.
7: What is this?
0: Democrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J.'s Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here at the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. 283 6160 in the studio tonight. It's in. It's funny. Nobody formerly known as Rich Paul. Don't forget, you can help out some people in extreme poverty in Kenya right now by going to give.freetalklive.com and giving some money to give directly. They will, and by the way, they do take cryptocurrency at Give Directly, but they will accept uh, your contributions to help out. People that are in extreme poverty, they give cash directly to these people, or the equivalent of cash. In the case in Africa, uh, phone minutes are basically like cash, makes it easy for people to send money back and forth over there and that's what they do they find people to give that money to and they give it to them and it helps them get employment nutrition health and education they've given over 400 million dollars worth of funds to over a million people in just the last decade give directly is doing some good work and we're backing you up by doubling your contribution we're going to match your contribution up to thirty thousand dollars in total go to give.freetalklive.com That's give.freetalklive.com.
1: And when does that end? I have no idea. Hmm.
0: I mean, you can always give to give directly. They're going to be around whether you know we're promoting their URL or not. So I was just
1: wondering, it might be like some people might want to if we're going to back them, but they might need to wait a few weeks before they have the money to give or something. I don't know. I was just wondering.
0: Mm, Yeah, I just noticed we didn't. I think that the promotional period was supposed to be through the holidays but we got it extended mm-hmm. or whatever and we're at about 10% of our goal right now so nice. uh, we could use you know a little bit more support but hey any any I'm So little, glad
1: that people gave.
0: Yeah, any amount counts and so thank you to you know you got to shoot for the moon if you want to get over the fence that kind of thing. So head over to give.freetalklive.com. Uh, of course, a lot of people giving to the truck drivers and the uh, protests out there in Canada. We were talking about the bridges that have been blocked. And you used to live, nobody, near the Windsor, Ontario, Ambassador Bridge, which is one of the bridges. I believe there's multiple bridges that uh, truckers are occupying the, I think it's the Canadian side of this particular bridge. And uh, for the fourth straight day, according to the Associated Press, scores of truckers—scores or dozens, as I understand it—taking part in what they dubbed score the— score is 20. Oh, is it mm-hmm. 20? Yep. Uh, so scores would be a lot of dozens in that case. Uh, block the Ambassador Bridge, disrupting the flow of auto parts and other products between the two countries, White House said Homeland Sec- or the White House Homeland Security Secretary— And transportation secretary spoke with their Canadian counterparts and urged them to help resolve the standoff.
1: And also the governor of Michigan, the lady that almost got kidnapped, she was like calling on the government. She she
2: never really came close to getting kidnapped considering that everybody in on that plot was
0: FBI. Yeah. The majority, I think, were FBI. Like all
1: but two and all the leaders.
0: So they talk about in this article how give send goes Uh, fundraising has been frozen with political and economic pressure mounting Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins announced the city will seek a court injunction to end the occupation but what are they going to do even with their fancy injunction if these guys don't get off the bridge. Um, go bomb one, the bridge. I guess they could go one by one and try to arrest every single driver but then if they can't find a tow truck company that's willing to tow all the trucks off the bridge I guess they could drive them if they arrest them. They could them. drop
1: the ma- mask and vaccine mandates for the truckers.
0: Yeah, then they just go home. Yep. Yep. They, I think they. I think the truckers don't just want to end their own restrictions. I think they want to see all the restrictions ended. I think this yeah. is about ending the, the entire province's covid restrictions Mm. Mm. so uh quote the economic harm is not sustainable and must come to an end said the windsor mayor oh well what about the economic harm caused by your restrictions closing businesses Mm -hmm. ending uh careers destroying lives creating suicides drug overdoses through these lockdowns Mm. what about all that
1: i watched a video sorry of somebody in the parliament calling trudeau out specifically for that saying Uh, at this point, don't you think that we've done enough damage with the lockdowns? And that's what the people want to see is the lockdowns ended because it will um, ultimately be better for Canada in general, something like that. You know, I'm obviously paraphrasing. And Trudeau literally just acted like he didn't hear any of the facts that guy was uh, Mm. laying out for him. And he was just like, yes, uh, the most important thing Canadians can do is get vaccinated. We need Canadians. It was like a robot talking. Oh wow! So, I mean, he doesn't care if you tell him those things
2: that's all they can say is get vaccinated get vaccinated get vaccinated well guess what get vaccinated you're still gonna get omicron yep so what did you do nothing
1: and you can still spread it throughout this whole entire thing before omicron even came up i think that that's probably why omicron showed up
0: i heard something Mm. on the news that there's some new omicron variant that is actually more likely to infect vaccinated people or something like that No, isn't that special (laughs) (laughs) But it's like wow. it's just ridiculous. Uh, and what you did, if you got vaccinated, was you became an experiment. You decided you were going to, you know, experiment in, on your body and uh, let these big pharmaceutical manufacturers have access to your uh, your person, so they could put something that hasn't really been tested for very long into your veins, yeah. see what happens. That's what you did, which is
2: fine yeah. if you want to participate. in uh, in medical experiments
0: yeah. i more power to you your body your choice yeah in the but us if it,
1: sorry if a cold is worth it to you to do that i mean i just don't think that the average person would normally think that way and um you shouldn't be able to force that on other
0: people In the U.S., authorities brace for the possibility, so-called authorities, of the possibility of similar truck-borne protests inspired by the Canadians and Paris and Belgium government goons have banned road blockades to head off disruptions there, too. Homeland Security in the U.S. said in a bulletin to local and state law enforcement agencies it has received reports that truckers are planning to, quote, potentially block roads in major metropolitan cities in a protest against vaccine mandates and other issues.
1: I I was just thinking, the liberals who act like they're, I mean, it's mainly liberals I think I can... Pretty much say that. Who act like they're some kind of angel heroes for forcing people at the doors of hospitals to wear masks, or they call the security and uh, forcing people to get vaccinated and be all being all behind it and feeling like they're heroes for that, like they're saving the world. Mm-hmm. Where were they standing up for people who wanted to take experimental cancer drugs and the government told them no? I mean, I've never seen that mm-hmm. a big. Uh, movement doing that i mean imagine what these people could change if they actually wanted to change the world and weren't just being uh obedient people who feel like oh they don't have to do any work but they feel good about themselves
0: it's a good point mm-hmm. that right.
2: happened to uh to my wife she uh uh there was an experimental treatment that she wanted to take and the doctors said well it would take us 6 months to get permission to use that treatment and she'll be dead by then so we're not they going to out the, they, they didn't even bother to fill out the paperwork. Oh my God. Right. So
0: thank the FDA for that one. Yeah, yeah. The agency said the convoy could begin in Southern California as early as this weekend, possibly disrupting traffic around the Super Bowl, and reach Washington in March in time for the State of the. I'm guessing the Super Bowls in California. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. Uh, I think it depends on
1: who's playing, but I I think it was like in no, Florida. It, before. No, they
0: pick the Super Bowl regardless of who's playing. Oh. So the location just moves around, and then whatever two teams happen to be, they go to there. Well, it shows
1: location. how much I know about yeah. sports ball. <laughs> right.
0: Hmm. Uh, in time for the State of the Union address, oh, okay, so that's their plan. They're going to go from the West Coast to D.C. in time for the State of the Union, according to a copy of the bulletin obtained by the Associated Press. The White House said the department is, quote, surging additional staff, unquote, to the Super Bowl just in case. The ban on road blockades in Europe and the threat of prison and heavy fines were likewise prompting uh, prompted by online chatter calling on drivers to converge on Paris and Brussels over the next few days. The Ambassador Bridge, by the way, is the busiest U.S.-Canadian border crossing of all, carrying 25% of all trade between the two countries. Wow. So they shut down the number one uh, border crossing as part of this protest. So the effects of the blockade have been felt quite rapidly there. According to <laughs> Ford, its Windsor engine plant reopened Thursday after being shut down Wednesday because of a lack of parts. Okay, so they had to shut down for one day? I mean, <laughs> that's, not, that's yeah. not a
2: big deal. I I can live with it.
1: The whole country had to shut down for two years because of what they're protesting against.
0: Although they are saying the factory and their assembly plant is operating at a reduced capacity. Uh, Their assembly plant located in Oakville, Ontario, near Toronto. So the U.S. government is demanding that the Canadian government crack down on these protesters on the bridge. Meanwhile, they're still sitting there and no one's getting through. There's more coming up here in moments. 603-283-6160. You can join us. It's Free Talk Live it is free talk live phones are open you can join us here and bring up whatever you want the number 603 2836160. That's 603 6160 Ian Bonnie and nobody joining you. And of course, you can take control and bring up anything. We have been talking a lot, especially in the last week or so, about the Freedom Convoy in Canada, in Ottawa specifically, but also expanding to some of the key bridges, specifically the Windsor, Ontario, Detroit uh michigan bridge which is apparently the number one bridge it's blockaded right now by truck drivers and they're not moving as a result the port huron bridge which is a ways a little ways to the north of that has been the sort of the go-to bridge for drivers that need to get in to canada from the united states but simply because that bridge is so popular now, there's a two-hour delay, according to the story at uh, the Associated Press, to get through that bridge. So it's, it's been a major choke point. Uh, even though traffic is moving, it's barely moving uh, in that location. So it's very difficult to get products across the border so, sorry, at this time. The,
1: the trucks aren't stopped?
0: So the the trucks are stopped at the Windsor Bridge. But uh, if you go north up, what's the lake there? Uh, uh, nobody Huron, Port Huron. So say? Port Huron is where the the other bridge is that is open. I just don't know what the Superior lake is. Superior or something? I just, yeah, oh, I don't have a map in front of me. I figured you uh, lived there.
2: Let's see, Lake Michigan on one side, and I think Lake Superior on the other side. Right there's guessed. like
0: a there's a river between them, right? That I think. Anyway, um, uh, we can pull up a map at a later point. But Port Huron is north of the Detroit Bridge. And so the Detroit bridge is the one that's stopped. Hmm. So and they're so, going
1: around but that even goes that one over
0: is... the Detroit River. Right, hmm. which which connects a couple between, of places, right? Uh,
2: yeah, the Detroit River runs between uh Detroit
0: and uh Windsor. So then the truckers are going north to the Port Huron Bridge and they're trying to get across there, but because so many of them are. The truckers who aren't part of
1: the convoy, right?
0: Correct. The Um, ones that are trying to get to, you know, get a load up to to Canada. The ones going from the U.S. to Canada. Uh, they're having a difficult time. They're trying time. to drop a load in Canada. <laughs> right. <laughs> but because there's an unusual number of them going to a smaller you know, crossing point, it's essentially choking uh, the traffic and making it difficult for them to get through.
2: Well, they should just join the convoy then.
0: They should. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, some of these drivers are not independent operators, and so therefore... I'm sure they're worried they're going to lose their jobs if they were to join the convoy.
1: I'm really interested to see what the ones in Alaska are doing because I don't know, they could join the Canadians or they could just do an Alaska-based one, but isn't Alaska really not that bad on mandates? I thought I heard.
2: Um, I would suspect they're not as bad as a lot of the a lot of the other states just mm-hmm. because, you know, Alaska has a lot of um, I mean, they're a very
0: individualist state.
1: I suspect you can't be a bitch and live in Alaska.
0: Not easy, no doubt. <laughs> uh, so you can bring up anything. We're going to go to your phone call. Sarah is on the line in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Oh yeah, I just I just want to mention that. Um, you know, the Canadians have been going to vacation in Havana, Cuba, for years. I I don't know when they started that that relations. But it's been going on for a while. Because, uh, remember, there was a Canadian hosting your show. And he, he was from Canada. And then he said his families were vacationing in Havana. So, Who the
2: hell was know, a Canadian hosting Maybe our show? Maybe yeah. Well, in. people should vacation in, in Havana. People should go down and see for themselves, you know, what communism gives you, which is starvation. Yeah, and poverty.
1: I'm sure that in the touristy parts you wouldn't be able to see that you would have to venture they try to
5: hide
0: it yeah
5: well
1: i mean this was
5: before i mean that's because um we americans could go there now but i'm talking about i mean the canadians all were always able to go on vacation like 30 years ago that's what i'm talking about
0: yes
2: unfortunately we can't go um anymore we could at one time and trump Uh, Yeah, Obama opened it up, and then Trump shut it down. So that was one of the places where where Trump was very Hmm. anti-freedom.
1: Didn't close Guantanamo Bay, but closed access to Americans visiting Cuba.
0: I don't know about that, uh, nobody. I mean, maybe it's back open again, according to... Right? Just a quick Google search here shows there are there's a nonstop flight available from JetBlue. It's a four hour flight from New York City to Havana. Really, six hundred forty five bucks will get you there. Yeah, I maybe could be wrong.
1: Maybe Biden just reinstated it because I know he went and overturned a lot of things Trump did on like the first day. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really pay attention to one. According what, but-
0: to a December fifteenth article at ViaHero dot com, as an American traveler, all you have to do to travel to Cuba. In 2022, is choose one of 11 categories of authorized travel. So you have to plan your trip so it falls into one of these categories. So I guess there's a certain level of bureaucracy.
1: There, is there, like, one of the levels is just leisure?
0: I'm not sure. I don't oh, see it show you. Uh, the list here right off the bat. But uh, so, that yes, it can be done. You might have to fill out an extra form or something like that, but... Uh, but it is possible, and and I support this. You know, from the perspective of I think that there should be no sanctions, there should be no travel restrictions. Americans mm-hmm. should be free, the rest of the world for that matter, should be free to go wherever they want, to visit whomever they want, and that way we can mix people together all around the planet. The people of Cuba can learn about the wealth of America, they can get into business with Americans, they can buy things from Americans, and and that is the thing that truly brings people out of poverty, to be able to engage in free trade.
1: I would really like to know if anybody out there listening knows of like any really good websites for just... Connecting with people from other countries that isn't heavily monitored or heavily awful, like something. Well, something, yeah, something better than that. Because I just want to know, like, I really want to know what the average Ukrainian is thinking about what's going on right now. Like, if they're Mm -hmm. like America like, don't come save us from Russia, we're fine, or what, because I don't know what they're thinking. You only hear what the government wants, the government of Ukraine, or the government of Russia, or the government, and all they hear is what the government of the United States is saying. They don't know what we're saying. You know what I mean? And
5: then then also, you never hear about the Communist Party that wants communism of Ukraine. All you hear about is all the people that don't want the Russians. I mean, that could be true, in All of the countries nearby, Poland, that
1: are still communist. They want communism back.
0: I don't think Poland they, is a communist uh, country.
1: Well, uh, what no. Sarah's basic idea is, it's like kind of on the same idea as me, though. Like, if if the average Ukrainian actually wants to be part of Russia, how am I supposed to know that? All I know is what Biden and
0: or the may, uh, the mainstream media tells you. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I don't really think that they're all wanting to be communists because who wants that?
0: But. So I do have the list here, according to com. according to the story, as of June 5th, 2019, You can no longer go to Cuba on a guided group tour for whatever reason or take a cruise to Cuba, but you can travel independently under 11 categories. There used to be 12, but they are eliminated. The one they eliminated was educational activities by persons at an academic institution. But if you can do it under the other 11, (laughs) which include support for the Cuban people, Professional hmm. research, religious activities, visiting family, journalistic activities, humanitarian projects, or to provide support to the Cuban people, which is the first one, Weird. official business for the U.S. government, foreign governments, and other governmental organizations, public so. performance, authorization to provide travel services, and activities of private foundations, research, or educational institutes. They say the most popular choice is support for the Cuban people.
1: So it sounds like Trump just mm. made it harder.
0: Maybe it was okay, so true. No, right? my, my whole point well, yeah,
1: was that. 2019. Remember, twenty
0: nineteen. I said that oh, yeah, right.
5: there was a, a large communist party in Canada. It, it, it still might be capitalist country, but there's a, a communist influence in Canada. And that that Trudeau was down there in the nineteen seventies. He was a politician. Trudeau family. That's right, like you were saying. And then also, and he's a communist. Was also, Wasn't he born in the city? And he is a communist, like you, like I was speculating. Yeah. So basically, so, the
0: communists are in charge of Canada. Uh, so why don't you move to Canada? Have you considered a migration up there?
5: Well, the thing about it is that my, look, that's not the whole point. I'm here, and I have an important job to educate people about (laughs) communism around the world. And the thing is that Canada has... Look, I can understand.
2: Why do you have to impose your philosophy on everybody? Why do you have to Mm. force everybody to live your way when there are already countries that live your way?
5: Well, if he is, that if people knew what communism was like welfare, Medicaid, Medicare disability like I'm on? Well, actually, that's, not, an answer that's to the- not what
2: communism is. Communism is a situation where the government takes over the entire economy, and instead of being able to choose your job, you're forced into a job, and if you don't want the job they give you, they put you in, in re-education camps, yep. or the gulag. Or so maybe camp. somebody should educate you as to what communism really is.
0: Great point. Thank you for the call, Sarah. The number here is 603-2837. 6160. And notice she didn't answer his question either. Uh, she the number yeah, you know, she never does. 603 283 6160. Hour three is on the way. You can join us here on Free Talk Live.
4: Free Talk Live.
0: here 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 it's not all about the protest though although the freedom convoy is certainly the most exciting thing happening out there right now as far as freedom is concerned i love it oh sorry about that nobody let's try you now go ahead it really is. Yeah, so we've been following it pretty closely here. By the way, with you tonight, it is Ian. It's Bonnie.
2: And nobody.
0: But let's get into something, because the Freedom Convoy is mostly good news, although the government goons are targeting them with violence and threats and bank freezes and things like that. But let's get into some of the bad news, and, of course, the bad news, and it's not really surprising, but you got to know about it. That is, even now, the government gang themselves are admitting that their inflation has hit at least 7.5%. And that, by the way, according to the mainstream media articles on this, is the highest level in 40 years. The last time it was the government number was at this number was back in 1982, four wow. decades ago.
1: And there's a really effective meme about this. Um, and I say effective because it just keeps growing where there's... Um, Man, I forget exactly what is on the meme now, but it says something about, like, oh, yeah, when you get a paycheck increase of 3%, but inflation is at, and it, it started off, like, 3.5%. Now mm-hmm. they just take that meme, put a little scratch through it, and put 4%, <laughs> scratch through it, now right. I saw the one for 7.5%. Yeah, and when's uh, your next
0: pay raise going to be? Not tomorrow, probably. Not so, next month.
1: Yeah, six months to a year.
0: Yeah, and it is something. probably not going to be 3% then either. And remember, this is the official government uh, CPI consumer price index, which we know they don't include everything in on purpose. So we they don't know.
1: include the f- price of food.
0: Is yeah. that right? Food's not
1: in that, or maybe not, one? They not don't a lot of foods?
0: food. I think they do include food. Do they? Yeah, they do. It says here that that it uh, that it does all
1: food, or is is it like picky? Because I know we've talked about this before and looked into it on the show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, offhand I don't recall, but there are some things that are not factored in there. I think real estate is one of them.
2: Yeah, housing it's not in there. is something they don't include.
1: Wow, that's not necessary. We don't need to include that.
0: So so hmm. that's why I'm saying, like, what's the actual level of inflation? Good question. Some people say they printed in 2020 and 2021 as much as 25 to 40% of the total number of dollars in circulation. It just depends on who you hear reporting on it. But whatever it is, it was a lot and continues to be. They keep printing. They just hit 30 trillion dollars uh debt just what earlier this week, I think it was. Oh, 30 and trillion, right? 30 trillion and it was 29 trillion, I believe hit 29 trillion in December. So, it's up another trillion and, you know, two months that's insane
1: mm.
2: trillion here trillion there pretty soon you're talking about real money, real money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so according to the what guardian is,
1: what is that
2: it's just a joke
1: it's a song or i don't know
2: what it no is. Oh. It's, it's a it's Something a people quote. um oh. i can't remember who said it first but i think he was talking in billions not trillion right
1: mm. but you're not talking sound money
0: that you're definitely not talking sound money. Inflation in the U.S. climbed to its highest level in 40 years in January. Prices rising 7.5% from a year ago. Well, what is it from two years ago? Just curious. They always talk about how much it was from a year ago, but you know this whole COVID thing's been two years now, so what would it be if we looked at it from 2020, I wonder? Anyway, the rise. I'd like to know? Yeah, in the Consumer Price Index survey, which measures the cost of a variety of goods, was the largest since February of 1982. The CPI rose 0.6 percent just from December, higher than expected, but still down. They claim from October when inflation rose 0.9 percent on a monthly basis. That's not down. <laughs> just for people, uh, you know, for people that have a tough time understanding basic math, uh. Going up month over month is not going down. What they're saying is down is the number of percentage Mm -hmm. that it has gone up from month to month. So the
1: increment is down, but it's only going up. (laughs) Right. Wow, that is so sneaky.
0: Inflation in America has been driven higher, they claim, by soaring demand and a lack of supply. No, that is not what inflation (laughs) is. Inflation is the increase in the money supply. That's it. And that's all. Prices go up for different reasons. Supply and demand is a factor in prices, but so is the money supply. In fact, it's a big Mm -hmm. factor. When you print trillions of dollars and you put them out into the economy, which is what they've been doing and what they did before COVID, mind you, but they've done it in overdrive in in recent years. Mm -hmm. When you print trillions of dollars, that means economically you have more dollars chasing around in theory the same amount of goods now if the amount of goods is actually going down then that means the prices will go up even more Mm -hmm. like if the supply chain issues are real and they certainly seem to be real with over a hundred cargo ships sitting in the ocean the pacific ocean off the the ports of uh, los angeles then you've got some serious supply chain issues you don't have enough uh, truck drivers on a good day to pick up those cargo loads So, you know, there's definitely some supply issues, but all of that's been created by the state and the lockdowns and the restrictions and the mandates. And these truckers are just saying, you know what, before these protests even happened, a lot of the truck drivers said, I'm just going to retire. Why? Why? I'm not going to get a vaccine
1: or get a job that doesn't make you or whatever.
0: Or there's there's also uh, California, which specifies that certain trucks can't even come into the state. What do you mean? Yeah. There's some sort of a state law that says if you have an older truck, mm-hmm. you aren't qualified to drive in California.
1: They have all kinds of reasons you can't come into California. I remember when I went there with my family when I was in high school to go visit my grandma. Um, we drove there from Utah. Mm-hmm. They stopped us at the border and asked, like, do you have this aboard? Do you have this board? They, Asking it was some, about
0: plants, yeah, right? Yeah, some type of, like, yeah. uh, vines fruits. and
1: uh, ferns or mm-hmm. something like that and different fruits. Yeah, yep. so, I That's mean, a California that was so thing. weird.
0: I don't think that exists in most uh, most other states. I think it's really pretty much California that we does that. We were just that. like, uh, yeah.
1: nope, we're not. We don't have any ferns on board.
0: Did they search you?
1: No, they just okay. asked. I can.
0: Well.
2: The thing I hated about California was every single building has this big sign on it that says there are chemicals in use in <laughs> this building
0: that are known to the state of California to be <laughs> carcinogens.
1: Ian was just and saying that the other day to our friend who's going there.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I said keep an eye out because you're going to see these things everywhere.
1: No, he said because everything in California can give you cancer. So she was like, "What?"
2: Yeah, the only safe option apparently is to leave California (laughs) because uh, everything in California gives you cancer.
0: Yeah, and it's not just on the buildings. It's on, like, every product that they sell. There's a warning about cancer. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. My friend brought me
1: cigarettes from France when she went to Germany and Mm -hmm. back because she was from there, and we both smoked cigarettes at the time. And they had a picture of a dying lady on them, mm. and they said, "This will happen to you if you continue to smoke this product." They or have something.
0: those in Canada too, where in you French. get like a, a pack of cigarettes, and it's got a picture of a black lung, or like on
1: a it. they have babies apparently on some of them. Like, yeah. uh, it's really graphic and terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah they wow. actually. When I went to Canada the one time I've actually been to Canada back before I got uh, you know arrested for civil disobedience, I was actually allowed in uh, to Canada at that time, and we went to a convenience store, and in Canada. You have to pick your cigarettes from like uh, a three-ring binder because they don't actually have them on display. Mm. So you say, "I want to buy a pack of cigarettes." Dude gets out a three—you know—presuming you don't know what their selection is because you can't see them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? So he gets out the three-ring binder and you go, "Okay, I want this—you know, Marlboro Reds or or whatever." And then they have to go in to wherever they they keep these things pull them out from behind the you know the shelf that you can't see behind Man, and- i'm trying
1: to think like if a law like that passed in our state we would have to do so much crap to our store sorry at the mighty moose mart on route 101 mm-hmm. in keen in keen uh
0: that's Pre-state just like so
1: rude to make business owners yeah. have to do i mean i guess it would be doable just like spray paint our things black or something but yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Uh,
0: yeah. And then the other thing was, they had beer and I think it was a beer wine stores. You couldn't get beer at a convenience store. You had to go to the state. Like here in New Hampshire, we have state liquor stores, mm. but and that's bad. But mm-hmm. you can at least go to a grocery store or a convenience store and you can still get a can of beer or, you know, a, a box of a wine, wine or, or whatever, right? But you can't do that, at least in uh, Toronto. I don't know about the other provinces. You can maybe get it's different.
1: glass roses and shore boys.
0: <laughs> 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 the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And you can take control of the airwaves here we got more about the inflation situation plus the federal government is going to make inflation even easier if they go forward with their plans to release their own digital money it's coming up this is free talk live and the phones are open if you want to join us you can do that Number 603-283-6160. I want to say thanks to a couple of our Free Talk Live amps, Craig Thomas and Elliot Axelman. Thank you, guys. They're both silver-level amps. Amps is our new Patreon program that allows you to contribute as little as 5 bucks a month, which is what both Craig and Elliot are doing. So thank you. Definitely appreciate the support. And you can join us over at amps.freetalklive.com. It's Ian, Bonnie, and nobody in the studio tonight, by the way. ampsamps.freetalklive.com. You get some uh, cool perks for doing that. So definitely appreciate everybody who helps us out. Yeah, perks. (laughs) Perquisites, nobody. Perquisites. Perquisites. Oh, oh, perquisites. No, I didn't
1: know perquisites was the full word. I just thought it was perks.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that until a few years ago.
1: Wow. (laughs) It's a cool word. (laughs) I've never heard that. Uh,
0: So we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts, and let's start out with Mark. He's listening in West Virginia. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Yeah, I
6: was just wondering, uh, they've You know, the truckers uh, situation, and they were saying they, you know, going to be at the Super Bowl. So I was just wondering if any of the football players were going to, like, take a knee, you know, for the uh, truckers.
0: (laughs) That Uh, would be pretty awesome if they did.
6: But you know what they say? They said, uh, oh, it's cool. You can protest, you know, get your trucks out fine. But if you infringe on anybody else, uh, you know, we're going to, you know, arrest you, throw, you know, throw away the key.
1: Who said that? The American government?
6: Yeah. Hmm. But it's like, uh, you guys can't do it. You know, that's our job. You know, we yeah. got to shut your uh, businesses down. you got to wear this and you got to take this, you know. That's our job. That's not your job to shut down some places, you
1: know. Yeah, that's and, what they've basically been saying in Canada this whole time since the convoys started.
6: Yeah. So I, I thought it was, uh, yeah, pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah, they had a... Uh, uh, security threat you know that there would be uh truckers in the game you
0: know uh, right get uh, out homeland yeah. security Call in there. the call, state of emergency right call in the uh, the uh, the reinforcements we got truckers showing up and they're going to, you know, hang uh, hang around.
1: I hope that the tow trucks in America slash the military in America will refuse to, uh, you know, go after any trucker convoys that might happen here because that's what they're doing in Canada. And I would hate to see Canada look more freedom oriented. It's than America. hard for
0: me to believe that the American military would refuse to follow orders I know, to arrest. I don't- these truckers or whatever but
1: i've uh, never heard of that, that ever happening I, I mentioned that on a show recently i was like i don't remember a time where the government i mean the military ever told the government yeah we're not going to go after those guys well that's, that's the their thing first they're not right.
0: supposed to use the military for policing there's mm-hmm. a thing in the in the united states and i don't know if I, maybe canada doesn't have it uh the military is prohibited by and now the words are escaping me posse comitatus Thank you. posse comitatus uh that you know I mean, if they violate it, what are they going to do, arrest themselves? So I I think that at some point you'll probably see them violate Mm -hmm. posse comitatus, but generally they have avoided using the, uh, the U.S. military. However, they will use the National Guard. Uh, in policing action. So if you remember when the Biden uh, inauguration happened, they brought in thousands mm. of National Guard troops to occupy the streets of Washington, D.C. because they expected that there was going to be, you know, a, a repeat of January 6th or, and or whatever.
1: They're using National Guard members for substitute teachers now.
0: Right. Or working in hospitals in some states <laughs> or whatever. Mark, anything else you want to share about your thoughts with the, the trucker convoy?
6: Another you know, thing too that was coming up, you know, uh, you said uh, about the Jan 6 thing. So we we knew we got the picture of the guy that uh, supposedly, you know, uh, put the pipe bombs at the DNC, right? Okay. Uh, they also got a picture of him on his cell phone. You know, uh, that's the most secure place in the world. Okay. Uh, the FBI says, oh, well, we can't find this guy. You know, I mean, everybody's trying to all these hours going into everybody involved, but uh, oh, well, we can't find it, dude, you know.
0: So uh, I'm, I'm not familiar think, with this story. Who was the guy with the, with the pipe bombs?
6: Okay. They got a picture of the guy, you know, supposedly uh, placed the pipe bombs at the DNC on January uh, 5th or 6th. So oh, I hadn't heard about, they I hadn't have heard have about a, that.
0: Was that, so the DNC, yeah, is that in DC? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. In DC there. Okay. Democratic okay. you know, National Committee video.
1: or something. Okay. Convention. Yeah. Yeah. Why well, they're investigating
6: this. So they, care less about this thing uh but the problem that what what i'm getting at is they got a picture of him on the with the cell phone yeah so uh why can't you track you know geo track that cell phone that's because he was Uh,
0: a it's probably a federal agent talking to his federal handler and that's why they quote unquote can't find him (laughs) because he's you know he's one of them
1: Wow, how come I haven't heard about this pop bi- pipe bomb? I just Googled it. None of the national media wants
0: to talk about it. Why? They, they want to so get
6: everybody weird. involved, but they don't want to talk about the most serious thing. Here's a pipe bomb, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I the mean they are were... on the bomb. Yeah, y'all, but who knows? Right. We uh, don't know who it is, right? There must be something yeah. fishy.
1: You're so right, because if some random uh, Republican male from you know yeah. rural Virginia went and tried to bomb the DNC, it would be all over the news every day.
0: absolutely. Well, yeah, it's amazing the thing they ignore. With a cell
6: phone at the uh, event, but then they can't find this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, with a cell phone, and it's always he's a professional, probably. You know, right? Okay, well, if he's so professional, why didn't it go off? You
0: know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Great <laughs> And yeah. it works
6: out perfectly. The Secret Service who's guarding uh, the vice president to be right. Uh, she was over there, and they're the one that found it. But uh, the FBI has to investigate, not Secret Service. Uh, yeah. You know. When I just Googled
1: <laughs> DNC pipe bomb, the main things that popped up were Kamala Harris drove within yards of the pipe bomb. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, why isn't that on the news every day? It's weird.
0: Thank you, Mark, for the call yeah. tonight. I appreciate the uh, the thoughts. Thank you. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Given how many FBI plots there have been that have been revealed... To us, mm-hmm. as FBI plots the Gretchen Whitmer uh, thing that you mentioned earlier, nobody where they were going to abduct her. Guess who was behind that? Uh, all like
1: four, twenty-four f- FBI agents. I don't know how many, but there Something were a like lot
0: that. of them. And uh, and then, of course, all almost all of the quote-unquote terror strikes that were intervened in in the last two decades in the United States were set up, created from you know the the letter A from the word Go. ...by the FBI. They found a patsy, they found a dupe... ...some sucker that wasn't part of the FBI... ...who was easily manipulated... And the FBI gave him the bomb, the the fake bomb or whatever. They gave him the van. They gave him some money. They gave him a hotel room if he needed a hotel room. They give him everything. They, they encouraged him to do it. They radicalized him. Like which
1: one? Like can you name an example of which every bombing one of them? That? Even like uh, Except the, for the Boston Marathon. marathon? Except oh. for the because bo- uh. they
0: didn't catch that one, right? Like mm. that one actually happened. Mm. It's the ones
2: they it's the ones they catch. The ones they are catch all the ones they started. Well, look yeah. we
1: saved you from this bombing we almost orchestrated. Yeah, that's right.
2: FBI foils, FBI terror plot. Every mm-hmm. time.
0: Every time. Like, I remember it was like five or six years ago the news story was that this had happened over two hundred times up until that point. Yep. in 15 years, so now it's been 20 years so you can better believe it's been another 100 times you don't always hear about it, it doesn't always make national news but every time you see terror plot, for terrorist suspect arrested all this stuff, you start digging into the story, you pull up the indictment actually read the indictment, they start talking about undercover agents, they start talking about oh well, we, we were going to provide the bombs, we were going to provide everything from top to bottom
1: why do people keep funding these people and acting like this because is some kind get, of necessary in prison. thing
0: if you don't fund the, the federal government, they'll put you in prison it's true. Why else the no, people? They can't put us
1: all in prison.
0: That's true. But who's going to go first? Uh, most people aren't willing to put to take a risk. They understand. They disagree that these things are. They they think these things are evil. They disagree with them, but they don't want to fight evil because well, evil's got it's cages. Dangerous. Yeah, they've got cages and sadists. Free Talk Live, and the phones are open. If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We've been talking about inflation at a uh, what is in the last 40 years a record level. Uh, it has not been this high since February of 1982 at 7.5 percent january compared to prices just one year ago and that is what the government gang is admitting that's their highly manipulated consumer price index what's the actual rate of inflation good question uh, we're going to go back to your calls and thoughts, though. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's go first to, uh, let's see, we got Jeff calling from New Hampshire. Jeff uh, calling out on the seacoast. What's on your mind tonight, Jeff?
4: Hey, Ian. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Is uh, nobody nobody in the studio right tonight?
0: Nobody is in the studio tonight. He's back on the air on Free Talk Live. Nobody's here. I'm glad to
4: hear that. Glad to hear that. Welcome back, nobody. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, man, what county were you in real quick? What? What county? What? Yeah, what county jail? Weren't they holding you for a while in county? Oh, in
2: you know, I don't Mayor know. Merrimack. It was the one, in, uh, oh, the one in Concord.
4: Yeah,
1: it was oh, Merrimack.
2: Okay. okay, the reason for my call,
4: Ian, was... Uh, I don't know if you guys know a lot about the right-to-know law when it comes to getting information out of like cities or towns. I do, yeah. Property. I
0: filed my uh, my share of right-to-know requests. In New Hampshire, oh. they're called 91A because that's the code, uh, the statute under which exists right-to-know.
4: Okay, i got a quick question for you. Sure. If somebody was employed by a local police department in the evidence locker, a civilian, not a police department employee... Hmm. <laughs> Uh, wouldn't you have the right to know uh, the dates of employment for that individual under one of those forms?
0: Well, I can't give you legal advice, but I would say that uh, there's the possibility. I know that some information about uh, government employees is public. So for instance, the amount of money that the employees are being paid in the various different positions, that information should be public. They can't give you like their home address. From what I understand, so there's certain, quote unquote, privacy protections where they can refuse to give information. What were you going to say, Bonnie?
1: I always hear them, um, the prosecutor, if a cop is ever a witness, they always ask the cop, so how long have you been employed? Where are you employed? What date did you start with that police uh, agency? So maybe, I mean, if they won't just give it to you through 91A, maybe you you can go find the transcript of somewhere they've testified against some drug dealer and find it.
0: Hmm. Are yeah, you well, saying you've well, tried this and they've denied it? Is that why you're asking? <laughs>
4: that's exactly what I'm saying. Is, mm. uh, this is a civilian working in an evidence uh. locker. He's no longer no longer there. Mm. So I wanted to know the dates of employment for this individual, and I got a letter back from the city attorney basically saying they're not going to give it to me. Mm. And, and he cited an RSA, which I don't have in front of me, yeah. but it's more along discipline and test scores, and it doesn't say one thing about dates of employment in there.
0: Wow. Well. Uh, my guess is you can appeal that to a court, but I've never actually had to appeal. Uh, well, no, there was one time where I did go to court on a right-to-know request when uh, when I requested the video footage of the man who set himself on fire outside of the courthouse here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire. Did this, you get it? The city took me to court on that one, uh, I think. It's been so long. Wow. It's been a decade since that happened. I don't remember if it was me that filed the appeal or, or they must have been me anyway they know they did not give it to me they said oh well it would upset the family too much so therefore you can't have it
1: did they ask them
0: yes there, there were some family members that were in the in hmm. the court um, which, in my opinion, is a ridiculous, uh, you know, statement, and uh, I, I should have had access to that because you're a
1: journalist, not because you're just some random freak. I think
0: anyone should have access to it. If it's, if it's, you know, something that happened in a government place and they've got footage, then anyone who wants to should have access, and anyone can be a journalist these days, including freaks, if that's what they want to do. <laughs> uh, but uh, Jeff, I, that's what I would say. I would look into the 91A and and see what sort of appealable. Functions there are maybe it's a simple appeal to the Supreme Court or the uh, Superior Court and just try to take it up the line. Odds are good you won't have to pay a filing fee because it might be a, like a mandatory appeal. But I'm completely speculating and that's what I would look into if I were you. Okay, beautiful. Good luck, man. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, let's talk to Will. He is in Texas. Will, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Bonnie, and Nobody. Well, first of
8: all, welcome back, Nobody. Thanks. Free the Crypto Free the Crypto 6 You guys Golly. Thank you Will
0: Thank you Yeah I hope they do okay.
8: Yes So uh I got, I'm 46 I just turned 46 A couple of days ago Happy birthday And uh Thank you <laughs> So I uh I caught COVID In July last year I spent like 18 days In the hospital If I remember mm-hmm. right And like 3 days In rehab And the rehab Really Wasn't rehab But That's what they called it Uh Anyway, I wasn't vaccinated. I was about to get vaccinated. I have since been court, sort of forced to get vaccinated, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm, about, I'm still out about it. My mother is 65, which she's not very old, but she's very not healthy. She's probably as healthy as an 88-year-old or something. Ooh, well, okay. she's probably not as healthy as the guy. That that works at the 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 place. You have know, the porcupine feed Fe- or or the uh, pork fest.
1: Uh, she,
8: that guy's he's probably healthier than her.
1: The old man that runs. You talking
0: about Crosby? Yeah, he's in good shape for an eighty six year old or however the hell old he is. He's really old. But what about what about your mom? I'm sorry.
8: Yeah, no, okay. So well, she lived there and didn't didn't have to, go to the hospital or anything. Okay. okay, and the one thing I was forty, you know, I was forty five time. I am overweight. I I'm a little over five foot nine and I weigh about forty. So I'm definitely overweight. And so you, that, be, you
0: weigh about forty?
1: No, it, it cut 240,
0: out. No, two forty. Two forty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I figured there was another I'm number in front legs. of it. I just didn't know which Kilos one.
1: Kilos or something.
0: All right, go yeah, ahead. Uh, Miss some
8: legs, some legs and arms for that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway the uh, my know, uh, yeah, my mom who's got she's got COPD, and oh. I mean I keep expecting her to die any day, you know. Uh. And she caught and didn't go to the hospital. Wow. And then, wow. Well, my coworker, one of his uncle, wait, 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 elderly, I you might have said
0: this, but I might have missed it. Was your mom vaccinated when she caught it, or no, 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 she no was not. she's not. Okay, That's and she not. beat it. No, okay, yeah,
8: got and it. I didn't say it. So, so anyway, then my coworker, he's got an uncle or elderly uncle who's dying of I don't know cancer. He's in hospice care. Uh, okay, he, he caught COVID. lived through it. Wow, <laughs> you know, in you know hospice. What?
0: For yeah, listeners that don't know, that. that's literally on your deathbed. You are in the process of going to die, and this guy survived COVID. Okay.
8: Yeah, and that's, I mean, you know, like, I, I just feel like this stuff is way overblown. Because I, I was listening to y'all's show yeah. last night, I, last night, I believe, and you're talking about the COVID dating and all that nonsense. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you guys, uh, it's not a, you, but you yeah. do people
0: who... These scaredy cats, it is so just overblown. so pathetic.
1: My whole family got it and they all acted. felt like they had like a cold that was kind of bad for two days and then right. uh, my dad got pneumonia from it, like excess Ooh. fluid in his lungs, but he was told by the doctors, yeah, but you're going to be fine and heal on your own and go home and now he's totally fine wow. and um, he, they're in their 50s, my parents are in their 50s and uh yeah they're not vaccinated so
0: so was that the point yeah. of your call will was to just give us some examples of people who were pretty ill but still managed to catch and defeat covid
8: yeah and, and i'll give you a few there you know and there's my best friend his mom was like 73 and she caught it and she didn't go to the hospital but she lived through it and mm-hmm. all, and these are heavy smokers by the way my mother uh-huh. and his mother and, and one last thing i'll say is that like uh one of the reasons I went to the hospital is I felt so I couldn't break a fever, I couldn't get rid of it, and I was feeling so terrible. The very next day, you know, my first night in the hospital, the very next day I felt better, but I, my oxygen was really low. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that they would have just given me a damn oxygen tank and, and let me go home. I feel like that might have been, I almost wonder if they made it worse with the res, res-, res- beer or whatever that crap Mom is. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wow, I bet they did. I, I texted my dad when I found out that he was going to the hospital after they got covid i was like do not take remdesivir and do not let them put you on a ventilator even if they say mm-hmm. that you have to just say no i'd rather go home and my mom texted me back don't worry bonnie we know remdesivir is poisoning people
0: All right. that's good so why are the doctors doing it
1: the doctors are giving people remdesivir which is causing kidney they- failure Oh, because Why the government doing? is mandating that, that they use remdesivir instead of ivermectin or the other one.
0: Will, thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate the stories. Thanks for sharing the number here if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. we got enough time for you. Here in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are coming up next, 603-283-6160. It is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, we have time for you. If you dial in right now, That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And nobody. And phones open, Uh, as always. You can join us online, by the way, over at freetalklive.com, where we have our social media server. All you have to do to get interactive there is go to social.freetalklive.com. Now, Nobody, uh, one of the prescriptions the, or one of the bail conditions against you that uh, was issued back in September when they let you out after six months of sitting behind bars on victimless so-called crimes involving Bitcoin, which you and I are both uh, facing as part of the Crypto Six. But one of the restrictions was you couldn't post to social media. Wasn't that right? Uh Yeah. But now that you are able to do Free Talk Live related things, in theory, shouldn't you be able to post to social.freetalklive.com? I don't know. I suspect you can. Maybe you'd want to confer with your attorneys on that one. But, I will confer. But take a look over at social.freetalklive.com. You can certainly go there and see what other people are posting up. And you can uh, interact with uh, with other Free Talk Live listeners there. And you have a lot more freedom to speak when you are at social.freetalklive.com. And that's because it is a Mastodon platform, which is an open-source, federated system that is self-hosted. Self-hosted means we run the server, not Twitter, not facebook not some big tech mega corporation but free talk live so head over to social.freetalklive.com there's apps for phones and operating systems and you just use your web browser if you want to as well it's social.freetalklive.com we go to joe calling us from maryland joe you're on free talk live with ian bonnie and nobody
9: hey bonnie hi nobody hi ian.
0: Hey.
2: hey
9: hey um Wanted to walk you back, uh, nobody. You're our favorite on the air uh, and stuff like that.
0: Thanks. Oh. Thanks, man.
9: Now, now I've I got a question for you. You guys are really super smart. What what trick did they get you on to cause you all this problem?
2: They arrested us for illegal uh, behavior.
5: Yeah.
2: For legal, yeah, like, just to clarify. Legal, legal. behavior, trick, yeah.
9: Trick. What, was, what was the trick, uh... Law, they got you on.
0: Well, they haven't gotten us yet, right? Like, the they, yeah, well, they got us as the in they put our they bodies. Rescue? They they got us as in they took us and removed us from our freedom and put our bodies into jail cells. They got us that way, but they haven't actually gotten a conviction yet because that uh, trial is not set until November of this year.
9: So, okay, and, well, what trick law are they trying to get you on? Uh,
0: for me, there's like half a dozen uh, different oh, charges. Oh, Lord Almighty. Yeah, including, quote-unquote, money laundering, operation of a money transmitter, a conspiracy to operate—or an unlicensed money transmitter conspiracy on that case. Uh, there's, quote-unquote, wire fraud. There's multiple counts of that. And then uh, there's the what they call the kingpin charge of, quote-unquote, continuing financial, continuing financial crimes enterprise. So I'm facing more charges than nobody, but they held him for six months, and they held me for— Two-plus months, so 69 days uh, for yeah, me. Yeah,
9: because they fear his brain, that's why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you facing, no, Nobody's but, but Wire fraud guys,
2: I... and money transmitter? Is that pretty much... Uh, conspiracy to operate a money yeah. transmitter, not actually operating one. Oh, okay. And, uh, and wire fraud, right. of which I'm accused of defrauding people of nothing.
9: Correct. But what do you call it? Uh, you, you guys have you know, been in jail before and stuff like that. For civil You've disobedience, yes. You, 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 you know, walk close to the line. I can't believe how what were the, were these charges like? Just all of a sudden brought up, or were they made up? That's the part I'm trying to say.
0: Well, they're both. I mean, they're all made up uh, because there's right. no actual victims in our case. Right, that's crime something
1: up. that um, somebody does to another person that is against, a victim. Yeah. Yeah, As a victim.
0: and it seems like it's all of a sudden when somebody smashes in your front windows at six in the morning. So it can seem quite sudden. However, they were working on this case for five years of investigations involving, I don't know, how many dozens of agents, how many thousands of pages of reports uh, monitoring us, our every move. I mean, the amount of money they must have spent on this investigation, it must be in the millions of dollars as far as, you know, it's crazy. So there was a long workup going before they decided to actually raid our our houses.
9: And basically the only thing you guys did was uh, start a bank account.
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot involved in helping people with, uh, with Bitcoin, but, you know, there were some it's, banks involved in this situation. It's all public information,
1: and I actually yeah. think that nobody's not allowed to talk about some of this stuff.
0: Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about the case. But I'm pretty sure that has to do with what's actually happening. But it's public now. and
1: people can go look into it if you're really interested. I just don't think it's a good idea to just keep talking about it like the way that he's talking about it. I don't like the way he's yeah. asking these questions.
0: I see what you're saying. Well, and Bonnie's being extra protective here.
9: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying you guys I'm saying you guys got ripped.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what governments do. Yeah, we we are advocates. Uh, we're advocates, and we still are advocates for Bitcoin on national radio. We're advocate uh, advocating cryptocurrency and freedom, and we're the largest and loudest voice on on broadcast radio on those issues. And so, of course, they had to take us down. Of course, they have to uh, to target us. And-
1: Normally, when somebody is running a business um, in a way that the government doesn't like, they send them a correspondence. They don't break in their front window. Yeah. Or bust down their door with a tank.
0: Yeah.
9: yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm praying for you guys every night ever since I found out about that bull crap.
0: Thank you, Joe. I Thank appreciate you. I appreciate it. the kind words, and thanks for the call tonight. Uh, yeah, so under the bail conditions, we're not supposed to discuss the case, but I don't think that means that we have to... Refuse to talk about the allegations the government's making. I mean, they have made public, as you say, these allegations. Anyone can download the indictment; it's out there. I don't know if it's on the Crypto Six website, but it's certainly on the the federal government's pacer. Which
1: is a really weird rule. Like, why is it that the government can do all this stuff and then make a rule that you're not allowed to talk about it to people? Like, why I think what is they that-
0: mean. I think what they mean by that is the reason why they don't let co-defendants communicate mm. supposedly is because they don't want them to. I don't know, cook up whatever the defense might be that they would have. Oh, no, so, the
1: government is coming after people and they might get together to decide their defense. Like, what's wrong with that? Honestly, I don't see what's actually wrong I don't either. It doesn't that, but... make
0: any sense to me because they get to cook up their prosecution together. Together
1: for five years. Um,
0: but I, I think that's what they're referring to, like... And the weird thing about it, Bonnie, is that we can talk to our attorneys and the attorneys can talk to one another to cook up a defense, Mm. but we can't talk to each other directly about that. And that's the reason why they're prohibiting us from talking with Mark Edgington, who's our Mark Edge, our co-host here on Free Talk Live, uh, one of the founding co-hosts of the show. They won't let us talk to him because he may be called as a witness. And I think the idea there is, and the same thing's true of Melanie, uh, one of our other previous co hosts who's not on the air simply because we can't talk to her. Um, because she may be called as a witness. Daryl Perry may be called as a witness. There's this whole list of people, Chris Reitman. And imagine if uh, they never
1: called like Melanie as a witness. That would be so sad. Yeah. Like, I mean I, I mean, I don't want them to at the same time. But because I think it's the, just don't want to inconvenience your yeah, life and i but. think
0: the idea there is oh well you're not allowed to intimidate the witnesses so we're not allowed to talk to them because we might threaten them or something i Even think though that's they've been the watching idea? us for
1: five or us well you guys for five years and know that we don't advocate violence and never advocate yeah. violence and why would we just start doing it against our own so, friends yeah, it's,
0: it's really it's really ridiculous they're so crazy They think
1: that we booby trapped our own house
0: they do. They do believe those things. I mean, they're just that they're that afraid. Uh, let's go to David. He's in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Yeah, my question originally was going to be about uh, uh, conditions of uh, bail that have uh, conditions of release that have changed for nobody. Hey, nobody. But I want to change that because you discussed the uh, father who set himself on fire because his yes. children were illegally trafficked by the state of New Hampshire. His name
0: is Tom Apparently, Ball, Thomas Ball, and uh, if people go to freekeen.com and search his name, they'll find what is, I think, as of the last time I checked, the number one most viewed article on freekeen in history.
7: Wow. As, as it should be. Mm-hmm. And be, because uh, because you didn't, I wanted to make sure that it got out there. The reason he killed himself was a protest because he was unlawfully separated from his children by the tyrannical government that claims Uh, to rule over every aspect of your lives that's why he killed himself and he killed he didn't just kill himself in private to kill himself he killed himself in public to make a public statement and that would have been my argument when the state refused to give you Mm. the video i would have argued in return his intent was to disturb his intent was to disturb you with his death yeah. in a fiery his intent was because to be legally
0: yeah. his intent was absolutely to be to be seen and I did it's make that argument point. I did make that argument in in, uh, in court if mm-hmm. I recall uh, and again it's a, just a tragic situation my only cr- criticism of him is he should have done it inside the courthouse mm-hmm. instead of uh, instead of outside. But uh, thank you, David, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. And it is a sad, sad story. Check him out. Uh, his name was Thomas Ball, B A L L. We'll see you tomorrow. FreeTalkLive.com.